Good morning. I'm here today with La Paris. I can't even believe she's on my podcast. It's like my first celebrity. And she is an amazing florist. I admire her work so much. She was based in Brooklyn. She's from the floral company Brooklyn Blooms that she began. And she's here to talk to us about her work as a florist and designer. And welcome, Paris. We're so excited to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I met her at Flowerstock uh, recently, and she was one of the presenters and... I just fell in love with her style. So everything she creates. And what is your website, LaPera, so people can go and check out your beautiful arrangements? So that kind of. Okay. Every arrangement is unique. Nothing looks like the last one. And so you should also follow her on Instagram for inspiration if you're a florist or just a lover of flowers like so many of our listeners are. And so how do you do that where... Everything looks different from the last arrangement. My question is, how do people make things look exactly the same? That's my question. Like, it's possible, obviously. We see it all the time. But I just love to listen to the flowers. Like, they all move a different way. And I like them all to be seen. So because a poppy, no poppies are facing the same way, the design is going to be different. I, I like to listen to the lines and follow the lines. If a flower is giving me a nice curve, I don't want to cut that curve off. I want the customer to see that curve and see how this flower actually moves. It may move like a little droopy way, and then they're going to think it's dead, but it's not. It's just the nature of the flower. So I like to teach people, like, all flowers don't just grow straight up. Those are, like, greenhouse flowers. I love flowers from the farm. When they're natural, they have movement, they have personality, like people. And that's what I... I equate my arrangements to people with no two people or alike mm-hmm. you even twins they still have some differences the nuances in the twin you know in, in a twin's makeup when it comes to one twin to another same as the flower arrangement there's nuances in each arrangement each flower and how they move and just the character of each bloom so I like to present though that's why you, when you look at my arrangements you see you can see all the flowers and nothing's really tucked in. You have some tucked in to add depth, obviously, but you can see them. They're not short. Uh, they have movement. They have It has personality. Yeah, so that's how I go about my arrangements not being the same. Also, I don't want my employees to get bored because I worked in flower shops where we had the catalog and we had to stick to that unless we got a designer's choice and I was like oh give me the designer's choice because now I have some choice in design I have some artistic creativity that I can you know put into this arrangement versus me just following three hydrangeas four orchids the one rose blah 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 I think that's so boring and limited it's limiting the customer to what they can see what flowers are capable of too I just think that's important to keep it fun for the employees because that's number one for real when it comes to the store because we can make the same arrangement and they're going to get bored. The work going to look like it's bored. You know what I mean? You don't want it to look like that. You want the work to be exciting and fulfilling and creative, you know? Um, So that all those elements contribute to why I don't do a catalog and why everything in the store is pretty much designer's choice on the website each arrangement has a name and a price Mm -hmm. but we always tell customers and it's in the description it's not going to look like this this is just to show you the size and how we use flowers our style Mm -hmm. you're just going to get something beautiful 
Just okay. trust us. That's what I really want customers to do. Just trust us. Trust that we know flowers. Trust that we know beauty and we're creative and we're going to send something very tasteful to you. I love that. I love that. Because that is the hard part. I don't have a website where I tell them exactly what it's going to look like. So I'm I'm kind of hoping to go with that same model. Just trust us. We'll get what's beautiful. Because when I go to the wholesale flower shop or get things from a flower farmer, I'm picking what I think looks the best. So what flowers, for someone who's a new budding florist or just interested in home design, what flowers do you tend to avoid because they're off and on with how they stay in a vase? Um, Hellebore. I love Hellebore so much, though. The double Hellebore, oh, so beautiful. But they're finicky, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really buy the those right. that don't last. So I, I just know them when I see them. Do you use a lot of roses? Yeah, we use roses. Roses are a good focal flower for a retail, you know, location. I I have a love hate with a rose, but every time I see a new one, I, I fall in love again. So, and the colors, the colors and the petal, the way the petals crinkle and wrinkle and how they just fold is so beautiful. So, it's certain roses I don't like, like Freedom Rose. Keep it away from me. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is the regular rose, but I love like all the expressions, like the white expression, the pink expression. I love all that, that whole series. There's a lot of roses I do love, though. So yeah. I love garden roses and the ones that come from Japan. So beautiful. Mm. So, yeah. I even like spray roses, you know, where they're like a little bit smaller and, you know. I do like spray, the garden sprays are just so, so sweet. So yeah, it's no flower that I don't like. Like, I like hydrangeas, I just don't like the white and the blue hydrangeas. I love the antique hydrangeas. Yeah. So, do you have, I know Valentine's Day is coming up. Tell us about your process. Do you have to hire more people for Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, these big flower times of year? Uh, or do you just work a little extra? Everybody takes takes on a little more? Um, definitely hire more people for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Hire more designers, drivers, you know, people to process the flowers when they come in. So definitely get a bigger team for Valentine's Day because my team would not be able to take on that much volume alone. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That'll be torture. Okay, and you want to enjoy the holiday too. You know, that's what I keep telling myself. It's one of my favorite holidays, so I want it to still be one of my favorite holidays. <laughs> Right, right. What's going on for Valentine's Day at Brooklyn Blooms? Right now, I do a, a collection every year. And this year, I'm doing a collection called the Love Is Collection. And I'm exploring doing like a gifting and flower combo. So we're doing flower boxes with flowers. And then one with chocolate, one with a candle, and one with a bottle of champagne. And it's surrounded by flowers. And this is called the Love Is Collection. And so with the chocolate, it's Love Is Sweet. With the candle, love is fragrant. With the champagne, love is bubbly. And then we have a box with all three things, and that is love is everything. So oh that's my a, gosh. I know it's and it, we shot it. I shot it on Thursday, Friday. Shot it on Friday. So it's I'm picking oh. out the image today and it's gonna come out this week coming up. Okay. Um, and that color palette is such a sweet color palette. And those are the flowers that we use, even for the people that's not ordering that collection. I keep it to these flowers just so it's easy on our end, on the back of the house end, production wise. We got 10 blooms. It's not a lot of options. This is the color palette, guys. I have three 
different type of roses, color pink, and two shades of red, and that's what this is all we have. So I keep it to a very limited but beautiful curated selection, just so it's easier and it's not as crazy. So we just don't have as much option as we usually do in the store. So that's how I try to like streamline and to make this easy. It still make it beautiful, you know, obviously, because that's number one. But I put the palette on the website. This is the palette, mm-hmm. but you, whatever price range you want, but this is the palette. Yeah. So I just, you know, curated and tight. I like that. I like that. And then do you do a mixture of red and pink? Because those negotiations, oh, you don't? See, I, this is my big I, I never do red and pink, purple. That I did when I first started, I did a red and pink and white it was cute okay but i always i'm sure to include a red rose okay so at least one red always included but i don't do red pink and purple. i don't do those this year it's like a peachy orange okay. it's a carnation that's dyed it's called the brownie carnation mm-hmm. and it has like orange some kind of a pink red is not pink but like a red tones and it's like a lot of colors if you look into the petal mm-hmm. you'll see all the colors so I, that was my inspiration i pulled all those colors out of that carnation and that's how I got my color palette okay okay so you don't use pink don't use this year this year I didn't use pink no I don't use pink it just depends on how I'm feeling like maybe I'll do pink I don't know but I didn't do pink this year I did pull like a really beautiful like pale pink rose as the option so so I have a pink rose a red rose and a darker red rose okay but you never mix the pink and the red uh-uh. No. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do with my palette. I'm just like, everything, mix it all. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a low hair in your fruit. You know what I'm saying? People, it's easy. Pink and, and red. That's what we think about when we think about Valentine's Day. But I'm just so against the grain type of person. Yeah. I just, it just makes me feel weird, like doing regular stuff. Like I just can't do it. It's just not how I'm made. You want it to be different. And you you have a very I, unique style. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I just can't help it. But mm-hmm. I still want romantic and lovely and you know, exude that romance. And I think this still does. I mean anything with a red rose in that the mind always thinks of, you know, red rose equates to Valentine's Day. So I make sure I, I still do that, but I build around that. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see your your photos. I can't wait to see it. And oh my gosh, the love is everything. That's what I want. If I lived in Brooklyn, that's what I would want my man to buy. Me too. I was, after I made, I'm like, I want the love is everything. Well, you deserve it. So I hope someone buys it for you. I made something really good when I don't want to give it away. You know, so. I'm like, I, I want to keep it. Just keep it. Yeah, good yeah. for you. I'll be that way with my containers because I like to buy different containers at thrift stores. So I'll I'll be at a show and someone will want it. And I say, I'll mm-hmm. sell this, but you have to bring this container back to me. <laughs> yep. I understand. I'm a thrifter when it comes to containers. And I love finding like pottery, like handmade ceramics. It's one of my favorites. Yes. I totally agree. Well, LaParis, besides the flowers, what other types of things do you use to make it fun and interesting? What other things do you add to arrangements? Do you incorporate fruit or feathers or other? I know you do branches. We talked about doing even cherry blossom branches, which I'm very excited to try. Um, we do fruits. I've started to buy like pomegranates and clementines. Uh, they'll have clementine. They'll have like persimmons at the market. I have those 
non-flower elements, I do adopt right now. We're getting pussy willow in mm-hmm. and curly willow. I'm always just like really trying to be as seasonal as possible. Like I love getting the winter greens right now. We have a lot of different winter greens, mm-hmm. cedars, evergreens, pines. I love I'm getting the eight with little pine cones. I love all those things. Yeah. Um like bush ivy, I love bush ivy with the blueberries. Oh, that's so amazing. So yeah, I love the non-flower textures. Like a lot of people nowadays you don't see a lot of people using foliages in their arrangement, which I think is it's a disservice to the customer because this is not what a garden looks like. Um, and this is not the reality of, you know, a flower arrangement. There's yeah. elements that that need to complete it. Don't get me wrong. I do love the greenery look. It's beautiful. I love the all flower look. It's really, it's very exuberant, very expensive, very luxurious looking. But that may lead to a regular person because you can't actually afford that all flower arrangement right. on the basis because it's quite expensive. That all flower range is probably about $400 retail. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't look like it, but if we break it down, that's how much it is. Right. So the greenery, not that greenery is, is cheap greenery is also expensive but it compensates for flower price because not as expensive and you might be able to get more for your buck when you you can split some foliage branches to distribute around your arrangement versus one flower um so it's more giving some more bang for your buck if you will uh with the foliage even though it's still not cheap you can use it's more forgiving when it's coming to use them for your arrangement foliage does things that a flower can't do it's just a very harmonious type of relationship. So I love them both. Yeah. And the contrast of the two, you know, as opposed to the all flower arrangements. I like that. Exactly. I feel like some wispiness you can't get from a flower that you can get from a, a foley, like a plumosa, like, you know, asparagus fern. Just something that about the curve of it that a flower just can't, all flower can't do, you know? So a sweet pea can curve like that or something like that but uh i don't know i just need some elements like it's, i need something and the flower not give me that something i need and i look at the foliage i'm like this is what i needed to complete that that line that i needed to complete do you teach flower arranging workshops or do you just do that on occasion like at this flower stock we had recently um, it is an on occasion thing however i'm getting more into it like I'm doing a workshop for Valentine's Day. So I am getting to more workshops and, you know, presenting and stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoy teaching. People say I'm a good teacher, so I, I'm going to lean into that. Yeah. It's fun to see how people create with the same flowers that I bring to a workshop and how everyone interprets mm-hmm. what they do with it. I think they really enjoy seeing how different everything looks. I had, I just have to tell you, I had the sweetest request on my website this morning. Um, a father reached out and he said, my wife really wants to learn how to arrange flowers. He said, we have three children under five. So it's mm. hard to kind of go out and do things and attend one of my evening or weekend classes. So he said, would you be able to come to our home for Valentine's Day as a gift for her and teach the two of us? He was going to learn with her while the kids are having their quiet time between one and three. And I said, oh my gosh, of course, how can I say no to that? That is just the sweetest thing planning for her. What a nice and considerate guy. What a guy. (laughs) Anyway, I am so glad I got to meet you, talk to you more. Follow Brooklyn 
blooms on instagram if you live anywhere near her you've got to check out her store i have two come by shops okay they're two blocks away from each other so it's not a long walk well you enjoy your pancakes and your restful sunday today i do thank you so much thanks for having me thanks bye bye